Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone. Today, I'm here to talk about a movie that I am still very conflicted about, um, despite being uh, pretty excited to see it, uh, and that is Wonder Woman 1984. This movie follows Diana Prince, who is now a very successful woman living in the 80s in Washington, D.C., and... Um, all of a sudden, there's uh, this this guy who is gaining a lot of popularity. He's sort of promising that, like, you can have it all if you invest in his company. He's kind of a huckster. His name is Maxwell Lord. And he gains control of a very powerful artifact, which allows him the ability to grant wishes. And that starts to cause a lot of trouble in the world of Wonder Woman. And she has to stop him. So this movie was delayed a bunch of times. The delayed... The, the delayed... <laughs> no, the the date changed a ton of times. I I honestly don't even remember when it was originally supposed to come out. Um, but I know that Wonder Woman, the first one, was one of my favorite of the modern DC movies. I mean, it's not exactly a high bar to clear. Um, I can tell you that it's one of the two I like. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because I don't like Man of Steel. I hate Batman versus Superman. I hate Suicide Squad. I hate Justice League. So it would probably be like Shazam is the best, Wonder Woman's the second best, and I guess Man of Steel would be third. Um, I'd say it's probably dethroned now by Wonder Woman 1984, but to be honest with you, I could kind of like, I've been kind of going back and forth, and I really can't make up my mind about this movie. It probably would be helpful to watch it again, I think, but uh, I just didn't really have the time or desire because this movie is kind of boring. Um, I think that was one of the things that struck me the most. Normally, you know, those like really fascinating statistics that you see where it's like Darth Vader is on screen for like 12 minutes or the Stark from Draws is on screen for 10 minutes or whatever, like total. But you feel their presence the whole time. So when somebody says something like that to you, you're like, wait, what? Darth Vader's like on there for like, you know like re really like barely even 15 minutes like that's insane obviously that's not an exact number i don't know that for sure but like you know there's definitely articles and lists of stuff that's like um screen time that would surprise you and i don't ever normally notice that and that's usually the point of stuff like that is to show you that sometimes like their presence can be more powerful than even actually seeing them this movie i legitimately did notice that it's been a really long time since we've seen Wonder Woman in this Wonder Woman movie. It's pretty much all Diana. And uh, listen, Gal Gadot's very charming. She's very charismatic. Uh, I like watching her. I mean, she just has a great screen presence and she's fun to watch. And especially when she's with Chris Pine, they're very charming together. And that would definitely be some of the highlights of the movie for me. I think the movie really picks up when he re-enters the movie, despite it being kind of kind of stupid no no really stupid how he comes into play but um i'll circle back around to that so in general i think this movie is just kind of poorly paced and i also think that um one of the things that i love so much about probably one of my hottest takes ever which i will record an episode about soon don't worry um Iron Man 3, I love that movie because it has very creative action. And the action is pretty much only there when it, it you know, it kind of has to be. And to be fair, some of the action in this is a little bit more creative than, um, like, a lot of other movies, like, similar movies. But I think that a lot of the time it does just devolve into people punching each other and, like, just kind of throwing each other around. And that's only entertaining to a certain point, especially when it's so few and far between. It's like, okay, cool, there was a drink of Gatorade in this marathon. But, like, I mean, that was 
that was like the cucumber flavor. Like it's not even good Gatorade. So, um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. That's kind of, it's kind of conflicting. I do think that there's some cool shots and cool moves that she does in this movie. And I like that she saves a lot of people. That's one of my favorite things about this movie. And the first one was that she saves people. One of my biggest gripes with Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman and Justice. Well, I guess Justice League, I guess not as much. It, it, it does have that shoehorned like Russian family or wherever they are. I don't even know, but like, it's so obvious what that's there for and it doesn't feel natural at all and that's the only people that they save okay like I, they they literally threw that in there because like oh wait no one likes the fact that these superheroes don't save people we should throw in one family for them to save in this movie she saves a ton of people and i love that even when it's like you know it's kind of small things or like random things but it's like it's just fun to watch and it has a very strong christopher reeve superman vibe i was really really reminded of those movies and i like that those movies are cheesy but they're a lot of fun and i think that this movie very deliberately tried to harken back to those and um have some of those like opening montages where he's like saving a bunch of people and stuff i i appreciated that <clears throat> But I do think a lot of the fights did get kind of samey, and I would definitely say that the end battle was incredibly disappointing. Um, it, I, for a movie that had been so colorful and vibrant so far, and had actually looked really good uh, in comparison to a lot of the very murky, very gray like looks to a lot of Marvel and DC movies. Um, the end battle was so disappointing. It's just them throwing each other around and it's totally gray. It looks CG and it's hard to see. And it's so like dull to look at. Um, you finally get the cheetah in all her glory, which, you know, probably won't happen again for a while. And you can barely even tell she's yellow. She just looks like a dark shade of gray. It's, I don't know. It's really disappointing. And in general, I think the cheetah was pretty disappointing. If this was what they were going to give us, I honestly think they should have just cut her out. I really feel very strongly that you could have lost one of these villains. Uh, and that would have helped a lot of the problems because I think a lot of the movie, the problems come down to the script. It's just kind of unfocused. And I think, like I said, with the pacing, that's probably those two issues are not mutually exclusive. Um, I just think that you kind of lose track of certain characters throughout the movie and it can often get like confusing as to what exactly they're doing because they're trying to balance so much. Like when Maxwell Lord is going to all these different people and places and it's kind of like, wait, how is he getting access to these people? What exactly is happening? Where is he? Um, and then like, how is this all working? That stuff was a little bit, I don't know, it was a little bit hard to follow. And then, um, <clears throat> Like the cheetah, I mean, I just, I mean, she's so, it's, a, it's such a trope. It's such a tired trope. Like, I, I mean, it's literally Catwoman. It, it is literally Catwoman down to the fact that she becomes like a cat-like figure. It's literally Catwoman from uh, Batman Returns. It's the exact same character. She even looks the same. Um, it's this, it's Halle Berry's version of Catwoman too. Uh, it's Jim Carrey's Riddler. It's Jamie Foxx's Electro. We've seen this villain trope so many times and at first it is kind of cool because christian wig is a, is a good actress and it's cool to see her like when she starts to get more confident and more powerful but she makes the switch from confident and powerful to super villain really quickly and i think that because you don't focus that much on her and she kind of disappears throughout the movie like or if she's in it she's kind of just doing the same things over and over again it's like 
I don't understand when this switch happened. Like, what made you all of a sudden be like, no, I want to be transformed into a cat. And like, I, I, I just I have no idea. I think that really gets lost in the movie. And I think that if they didn't have enough time to devote attention to her, then they probably should have cut her. Uh, I just think that that's too, it's too um, like monumental a Wonder Woman villain to like just kind of skip over the way they do. And I think that that was pretty disappointing. Um, I also think that Maxwell Lord's character could have been a little more sympathetic. I'll be honest with you. I think that a lot of that stuff feels shoehorned at the very end and uh, a little unearned. Um, like the flashbacks that he's having and then the sudden like devotion to his son and like all the stuff he's like having all these realizations. And it's just like, I don't really know. Like, I don't think that was well-developed enough. I think he needed more stuff with his son and more normal stuff with his son because the stuff that you get, I mean, there's like that really weird scene. He's like, grabs him. He's like, I'm not a loser. I'm a, I'm going to be a powerful man or whatever. I'm like, mm, I don't know, man, that's kind of weird. And I just don't, I don't know. You don't really feel the connection there. Cause it's, uh, I don't know, at least for me, uh, for some people, I feel like maybe it could work. I could see it. I could see it working later in the movie but uh it's like the first scene where you meet him i don't think that's quite i don't know i don't i don't think that quite works um i said i double back to steve trevor and wow was that very very weird i don't understand why they decided to go in the direction that they went it's this random guy and then like all of a sudden she realizes that it's steve trevor but you're finding out that like obviously this isn't actually steve trevor and no one can see him as Steve Trevor, including Diana. So she's just like in love with this random guy now. And that really begs the question, what the hell happened to this random guy? Did he lose his job? Um, it, like, cause he hasn't been showing up. Like what, what happens to all his family and friends who are like wondering where he is, like all this stuff. Like, did she just steal this guy's life? Like, I don't, I don't understand why they decided to go in that direction. I think it begs more questions than it really answers because like, I mean, it's th that wall in, in Egypt or wherever they are, like that appears out of nowhere. Um, and like these nukes appear out of nowhere, all this stuff is appearing out of nowhere, like this million dollars or this, you know, this person that's like getting sick or whatever, like based on all these wishes. Right. So why couldn't he just have appeared and then like disappeared at the end? Like that was so, so weird to me that it was like this random guy. And then he has like that weird ending <laughs> with the, with the, um, like the Christmas like little thing. And, and they like run into each other and I was like, I don't know, man, that's just kind of weird. Um, positives of this movie i think i should talk about some positives i mean i said before that gal gadot and chris pine are really good together and they are really good together this is um i mean they cast really good people and they have great chemistry so they're always very entertaining to watch and i think in particular gal gadot is just like really charming as this character she is easily one of my favorite members of the DC universe at this point. Uh, and I think that's in large part because of her. She just makes this character fun to watch and, um, and very like strong and just badass. Like she's, she's really, really good in this role. And I do think that despite being in a 
very strange script with not that great writing. Uh, Maxwell Lord, you know, Pedro Pascal does a pretty good job. Um, So does Kristen Wiig. She's a great actress. And like I said, it's not that she's not fun to watch. And it's not that it's not cool in the early, early parts of her transformation when she just starts to gain those powers. I think all that stuff is good. I think it's when she makes the switch to villain, that's when it kind of loses me. And I just... I don't know. I just can't quite make that leap with the movie, but um, that's not their fault. I mean, that's none of the actors in this movie are bad. I would say they're all very good in just a less than stellar script, which is so disappointing because the first one is a less than stellar script too. I think that movie is a two thirds great movie. That is a 66% great movie. And then the other third is, uh, man, that's, that's just, I don't even know. It's one of the most disappointing third acts I've ever seen in a movie ever. And it completely reverses the lesson of the movie. Uh, I would say speaking of the lesson of this movie, uh, it's kind of weird that scene in the, for in the very beginning never really comes back. I mean, she says like the whole nothing good comes from lies, but like, that's not, I I don't know. It it seems so indirect. Like the ten, the connection I feel is very tenuous between that first scene and like the theme of the movie. And I feel like you would you would think that there'd be some sort of flashback or some sort of like something. But as it stands, I almost feel like you could cut that scene out because it really doesn't come into play at all. Like she never has that flashback or like thinks about the the similarities. Like there's I don't know. It's it's like just there and then it kind of it's just gone. Um. I thought that was that was very interesting, like thematically, how they they sort of like set that up, and then it just just sort of hangs there. Uh, I don't know. This movie looks really good. I'll be honest with you. I think that the colors in this movie are so fun to look at. Like it's just a very vibrant movie, and it looks visually appealing. I enjoyed. Um, some of like the the action you know a little bit I, I i thought like i said i didn't like love that it was very sparse and not the most entertaining but i think that actually seeing the parts where she saved people was cool the actual fights were kind of boring it was a lot of just throwing people around but when she's saving people that stuff like i said before it was entertaining and it's that gets a lot more creative with how she's like throwing the chairs around or like jumping to catch people and stuff that was cool uh, I enjoyed Steve Trevor being the fish out of water. Uh, they kind of do that little role reversal from the first movie. So I enjoyed that. And seeing him in all those stupid clothes was was funny. Uh, I like the invisible jet. That was that was cool, man. That was really cool. And I liked how just like how good they felt together. Like they really f- seem like a, a couple that is is like very truly in love. I really thought that was cool. Uh, they just they just do a great job of selling that. And I think that that was a lot of the most entertaining parts of the movie when they're first back together and they're doing all that stuff together. Like that that was cool. I liked all that. I, I think that it was probably when the movie really picked up for me because at first I was, I don't know, I, I, I was a little bit like, oh boy, what is this? But once he got into the picture, despite, despite how stupid I think it was how he got there, they are entertaining and it it does you know it it is pretty good um i don't know i feel like i'm getting 
pretty redundant. I don't have like a ton to say that I'm conflicted because I didn't hate watching it. I was entertained, but I just think there were so many aspects that could have been better. Um, people's memory being wiped at the end somehow would have definitely helped because it's kind of crazy that this happens and is just, I guess, never mentioned again that day when there were all those nukes and people were getting a million dollars and randomly getting famous and all this stuff. Like, um, yeah, yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, I think the scale of it is is kind of hard to really comprehend. It's a little bit hard for me to suspend my disbelief. But I do uh, see the other side of it, how you need something that literal to really like show that if everybody got what they wanted, the world wouldn't necessarily be a better place. So understand what it's trying to say. I definitely, I, th- I can see that. I, um, I just don't know why it's kind of hard for me to suspend disbelief. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say overall... Uh, it's it's okay. I, I know this sounded much more negative than maybe I would have meant it, but it, uh, it's it's okay. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I have to watch it again. This is a very conflicted episode, and I'm sorry about that, but it's so weird that the general tone of an episode can be so negative, and yet I don't hate the movie. I would watch it again. I think it was entertaining. I just think that it could have been a lot better, and that's what I can see is some of the missed potential. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's my general consensus. I don't know. If you have HBO Max, you should definitely check it out to see what you think because there are some people who would love it. There's some people who are in the middle like me, and there are some people I'm sure that hate it. I haven't really seen any of that, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard for me to make up my mind about. So I want to see what you guys think. Go ahead and check it out. I would say it's, it's worth your watch. Definitely it's worth the watch. If you have HBO, there's no reason why not to. So yeah, I'm probably going to forego Gratefuls because this is running way longer than I thought it would. Um, uh, yeah, as, as usual, rate, review, subscribe, whatever. T- tell a friend down in the show notes, moviesandmorepod.com is linked. You can find links to contact me, all the links to the, the podcast listening platforms and all the episodes, blah, blah, blah. You've heard it all before. Um, yeah, but as always, thank you for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. I always like to get that part in there, so... Yeah, thank you for listening. Sorry this one was a little bit longer and that I didn't really uh, come out conclusively. But uh, hey, Soul was awesome. Soul was awesome. So go check that out. I would say for sure check that one out. All right. Um, Yeah. I feel bad. But I'm not re-recording this because this this was really long. (laughs) Um, So yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, man.